When was the last time you let your heart break for Jesus? Now, what do I mean by that? Well, sometimes I think we believe that if we've been following Jesus for a long time, that we've maybe got our act together. But I think we all agree that the more you think you have your, all your act together, the more you realize you really don't. So in order to reach people for Jesus, sometimes those parts of our heart that are still stone need to return to flesh. There's still healing and repentance that we need to go through. A great book on this topic is Interior Freedom by Jacques Philippe that a friend recommended to me years ago. One quote he has in that book is that very often we feel restricted in our citation, our family, or our surroundings. But maybe the real problem lies elsewhere, in our hearts. Yes, maybe it's those hearts of stone or those parts that are still stone that are causing us to feel tension or frustrations. And Venerable Fulton Sheen once said, sometimes the only way the good Lord can get into some hearts is to break them. Yes, that is true for big conversions and even those smaller ones we need to keep taking all the time, even after we've met Jesus and started to walk with him. So I invite you to think about when is the last time you let this happen? I'll share with you a brief story of something I went through recently where I feel like God did this for me. There was a group that I was a part of that I actually decided to depart from, and it was a very hard decision. I had friends in that group, and it was something I really sweated over, but I felt the group was starting to be a bit too restrictive of the members it would allow in, how it would approach that. Uh, the night I made the decision, I didn't sleep very well, spent a lot of time in prayer and in thought, and the next day I was driving into a church, and I actually started to weep, because at that moment it hit me that what I was maybe accusing in my mind uh, this group of doing, I had done so many times again and again. I had been judgmental of others. I had been hard on them. I had wanted to keep them away. And it really sunk in for me in a new way what Jesus says that before we uh, remove the stick from our brother's eye, we need to look at the plank in our own eye. So in that weeping, I repented for all of those times, said, Lord, I don't want to do that anymore. Help me be more loving, more kind, more opening, more welcoming to others. Help me reflect your love. The whole experience felt a lot like taking some very bitter medicine, medicine I didn't want to take. You know, when we go through things like this, we say, God, can you change me some other way? You know, like people say, when you ask God for patience, he gives you the opportunity to grow in patience. You're like, no, can I just have the actual patience? But sometimes that's the, oftentimes that's the only way we can really heal. We have to walk through it. It's the only medicine that can really heal us. I'm grateful for it now. Those days were tough. But made me realize I knew I needed to change. I had to come face to face with this problem in my heart. So is there an area of your life where you maybe feel this hardness of heart? Is there a group that might be difficult for you to work with? Maybe a topic that's really hard for you to discuss? 
or even a friend that you've lost touch with? You know, G.K. Chesterton was once asked by a publication to respond to the question, what's wrong with the world? And he gave a two-word response. I am. Isn't that true, my friends, that you and I, the answer lies within you and I, if, if we really can let Jesus turn our hearts of stone into hearts of flesh, and we can change the world more and more. Ongoing repentance and conversion, that's what we're called to in order to be and make disciples. So what is that area? It's difficult. How can you offer it to our Lord as a as an offering in the Mass and confession right now, wherever you're listening, offer it to Him so that He can heal it, transform it, and you can love again more fully. It may not be an overnight process. You may have to bring it to Him again and again and again, and I myself am going to have to bring this topic I know continuously again. But over time, He'll heal us more and more and more. For He promises us, He promises us in Ezekiel, Chapter 36, verse 26. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit I will put within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. The psalmist cries out, A clean heart create for me, O God. Renew within me a steadfast spirit. And the prophet Isaiah affirms, Yet, Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay. And you are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Let's let Jesus change us. Let's be clay in his hands. And again, a great book on this topic I recommend and I'll put in the show notes is Interior Freedom by Father Jacques Philippe. If I could sum up this book in one statement, it's basically we have to let life change us. Every day we think, we can think we're in control we're going to fix things. But really, that's not true at all. God is in control, and everything he's giving us is for our salvation. It can, it can mold us. It can form us if we allow it, if we just let go and let it happen, not to be a doormat, but to just recognize God's in control and let life happen. Let all of these things change us and mold us so God can create us into the people he calls us to be. So, my friends, let's allow Jesus to transform us, to change us, to lead us to repentance in those areas where we still have hearts of stone, so that through having hearts of flesh, where Christ is King, we can greater love Him, our neighbor, and ourselves. God bless.